baby. I'm a vodka girl. Yeah, me too. He, he bought margaritas, and I was just like, huh? That's just what they had at the corner. Yeah. They got the little margarita in the bottle. I said, let me see what they hit. hit you, in a, you in the Spanish hood, bitch. They, they was two nights. Is this that? Yeah. I, it's giving gentrification. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's giving cleaning. hipsters. <laughs> hipsters and Latinos, yeah. Oh, That's how okay. They, I once know. you see the Jews come in, it's over. Oh, okay. Well, valid. And I saw a couple of Jews right around yeah. the corner uh -huh. with the curls and everything, yeah. Liddy. Oh, hey. no, this is Brooklyn. Like, yeah. this was the first place that I even saw. I had no clue. Like, <laughs> like... I know. Did y'all do sound check? Are we I good? know. Yes, we good. Uh, first off, we had the mic. Even talk. We had the headphones on earlier. We we caught all talk. that already. All right, let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, no, we, we 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 just going to speak because uh, it's crazy too. When 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 we went out to dinner for Esso's 50k dinner, we sure did. We turned up bottles, steak, ghosts took like ten steaks home. Wait, <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold you. The way Esso was just ordering everything. And he ordered everything twice. He ordered everything yeah. with sauce and no sauce. Mm -hmm. I don't know who had the peanut allergy. Me. Oh, is it you? Yeah. This is why. Because we was going hammer we on the going, peanut. We was getting extra peanut sauce. Want, see, look, nah, me and Heidi was like, I don't want to spoil sauce, people's <laughs> fun because That's of myself. So I always get more money from the sponsors so I can order regular for the people that come and okay. how I like it too. So can I can I tell you how costly. thoughtful that was? No, nah, it's all good. Because for literally it. here go me and him like, nah nigga, bring the extra peanut sauce. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, no, wanted, we was drizzling that shit on shit that didn't come with peanut sauce. Oh yeah, on the we rice, <laughs> on the shrimp, <laughs> I saw you on the oxtail. I, I just like it don't matter. Matter. <laughs> Listen, I, I I just really like to throw parties and and like, let me stop. Just you. different type of events. It's not a party. It's an experience. It's an experience. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, that, that's what I provide. Because, because to be fair, you also created such well. And I wouldn't say the buzz, but we're in this space. You invited people that you really wanted to be there, yeah. and people that was just in there started walking up to the table. That's true. And <laughs> and and making sure they caught they 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 rub shoulders. Shut up, cause we we had this, we spoke about that. we had this fucking yeah, conversation they, off. They like, came to rub shoulders with us. Yes, they. Well, yo, yeah. listen, we was popping. And, that, and I mean, you, you was popping. Yo, no, I ain't no, gonna no, hold no. you. I'm sitting here next to Heineken, <laughs> and I'm like, I think maybe first off we had too many shots at this point, cause I felt disrespected. But that's what, a whole other conversation. Happened? What happened now? I ain't do nothing, right? She, I ain't a, gonna say the nigga name. Did I do something? Nah, you ain't do nothing. Oh, okay. But basically, but basically, we we talking or whatever. Like like I said, like the the space we went to your birthday, Mad Mixy. No, fifty k, fifty k. Not my birthday because my birthday is coming up. See, yeah, nah, but but it felt like but, a birthday party. It, nah, it, it was, did feel like a birthday vibe, and it was bro. nice. And to be fair, like where all of the the women that were invited were were late outside of your partner mm -hmm. and her friend, I was like the only woman at the table. That's a fact. Yeah. So cool. I'm rocking with all the, all the guys and someone else who was not invited, but that I guess is friends with you guys, dapped everybody up at the table mm -hmm. and he's sharing what he got going on and Heineken is like, um, yeah, yo, this is such and such because here, here's my problem, right? He daps up you. He dapped up you. He dapped up, he dapped up all the men. Right here. That's who she's that that person. Hold on. Hold on. Completely. Com Yo, hold on. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I knew you were talking about it's him. Fine. I knew you were talking about him. I knew you were talking about him. Completely didn't say a word to me, but goes to start telling Heineken who he's working with, what's going on over the next couple weeks. And 
there was an exchange where he's like, yo, I would love to come, but not. Nah. He thankfully acknowledges me, Heineken, and is like, nah, this is who you should have there. Meet such and such. This nigga like we in a fucking strip club looks at me and is like, word, how many followers do you have? Is that what he said? That was... <laughs> but, yeah. bro, and I don't yeah. know. And it's like, yo, I'm here. I'm the only woman here. And, and this is where, I mean, and when we get into, like, who I am in this fucking space, I looked at him like, oh, nigga, you don't know who I am? And maybe because you done fucking made us do three shots at that time. Like, by that time, oh, we, we had waited. He didn't do no shots. He didn't do no shots. He did shots. But I had... He did shots on my money, too? I don't yeah, know. I did know he, oh, wait. Maybe, look, but yeah. I was doing my, my martini. And then we did shots, but I'm drinking vodka. You doing shots of tequila. At this point, we probably had... We was two or three shots in. So he came up, and his first response after Heineken is like, yo, nah, yeah. she does this. This is who you should know. I think she would be great at this event. We'll pull up together. Mm -hmm. He literally looks at me and is like, so how many followers you got? And I, at that point, I was just like, what? Oh, you don't know? <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, but that turned me off so much because in a space where, like, I appreciate the camaraderie and respect in you. Mm -hmm. You've known me for so long. But he wasn't invited, but you know he, he wasn't was, invited. Well, he wasn't invited, but that's what she I'm saying. That. Oh, okay, no, all right. But, like, he pulled up because you are who you are. You are mm -hmm. who you are. We had a lot of people at the mm -hmm. table. We had fucking, what, two or three tables taken up? Mm -hmm. And yeah. by the time he came, because it was right when, right before I left, mm -hmm. and I was just like, oh, wow. Zero respect. But anyways, hi, guys. Let's, we're, let's, we're here on Bad but, Fuel. Bad Fuel. <laughs> can What's I say up? Bad Can I just make this <laughs> point? Because that's got bags. Yeah, can I make this point? Honey, it got bags. Yeah, let me make this point a little bit before we bags. move on. You got though. triple bags. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the people that walk up know you, respect your position. But he didn't do that to any of let the men just, at the Let table. me just say what I'm going to say, though. Go this ahead. This is going to go into let another conversation. Say yes. with us. How I roll for myself is if I rock with you, right? it don't matter what none of them other MFs or <laughs> nookers or whatever say. Like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? That's why it was only 10 or 12 people there. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it could have been a few more people there. I'm not going to lie, but money was crazy. But it doesn't matter to me what they think. You have the respect from us. I appreciate that. That's why you were there. Everybody in this room was there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in this room was there. You know what I'm saying? So that's how y'all know how I personally I, feel about y'all. And too? it don't matter what nobody think. It, it takes a certain level of audacity ego and arrogance to really be successful in this industry and also one thing i've noticed with everybody in this industry she got it you got it i got it you got to have that chip on your shoulder when you identify some level of fuckery everything you say is dope but i know you nigga <laughs> <laughs> when that disrespect happens slightly that chip on your shoulder bigger than a boulder mm. Just like hers and just like mine. How many it, times it, you he, walked in? He saw me. It, you saw it hit, too. Yeah. Immediately. I was like, yo, I grabbed the wrist. <laughs> I, I grabbed the wrist. Like, I give people a lot Because she was going to of... let the machine gun off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he felt it. She was going to let I the machine gun off. I was, I was and like, you know how I identified it? Because you know I would have did the same thing. And you would have done the same thing. No, I give a lot I of see, people leeway. Oh, see, you know, I give people leeway. I, I give people, I give people leeway first, and I'll talk about it. I'll be like, "Yo, Heineken, 
they're getting on my nerves now. Oh, it's, it's mm. game time. I'm going to let it go. You know what I'm saying? You got two more chances. First time that they do, I'll be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've been letting it go. But they're getting on my nerves now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Once it gets to a certain point, then I'll be like, oh, so you must not know because I'm I'm really a nice person. Laid back. I re I'm really laid back. I really want to just chill and smoke and have fun and make money, go to the beach. That's really what I want to do. That's not fake. I didn't go to the beach. So when beach, I come out, I'm, 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 I'm like a beach bum. I like my toes in the sand. You know what I'm saying? I, no. <laughs> I, I like my feet and body in the sand. But anyway, <laughs> all right. I use that to recharge to come back to get money. But that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. That's all I really like to do. So I'm not with the friction. I tell like everybody knows I don't that. Like that. So yeah. by the time that somebody is starting friction with me, I know it's an issue. Mm. I don't talk to people. I really don't talk to people. You know what I'm saying? I be by myself. Mm. I really be by myself. And I'll be chilling. I'm a companion person. I don't have a lot of people in my world because my heart is big and I don't want to give it to everybody. And I don't want it to be crushed. That's stuff right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I keep my heart to myself. And I surround myself with people who I think is good. And those are the people that I try to naturally make money with, with no I pressure. I wish I knew that in this industry. You know what I'm saying? What What are some of the hardships you've had to endure? We got Mandy. You know, <laughs> backfield, backfield, yeah, backfield. Podcast extraordinaire, mm -hmm. business mogul. This woman gave up a six-figure job to make a lot more figures. <laughs> she had, and she got, she had a, a, a lucrative and prestigious position in your early mid 20s. You know what I'm saying? Uh well, yeah. Not not early 20s. Mid 20s. So mid 20s I went back to college. Yes. Because I was like I'm not going to be in the clubs bartending forever. So You got out quick. I, I applaud you. Yeah, so went uh was a non-traditional student and went to college and got two two degrees and then yes, I was at Ernst and Young. I did uh, well, Goldman on, Sachs go, go, go. and Ernst & Young did public accounts. Just say that slow. You were at what? Ernst? Ernst & Young and Goldman Sachs. There you go. I worked I worked that, that's not each no for about a year. bullshit firms. Don't do that. <laughs> nah. Don't do that. I mean, if I she do anything, to breeze. I'm No, no, no. Don't try to breeze by that. Say that slow. <laughs> well, I'm and, and to be honest, it was like a blessing to even be in like those mm -hmm. spaces because I went to a CUNY. Like I paid wow. for I paid for kind of college out of pocket. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to go back to college at 24 years old, I I bust out two degrees, 151 credits in four years, mm -hmm. so I got Sucky. I got two bachelor's degrees, studied abroad, played sports. I was like, let me get the experience, but I wasn't doing that to come out and make you know and go to an unknown place. I, anything that I do, I'm like, I'm gonna be the best. Y'all gonna yeah. know me. Y'all gonna know my name. Chip on the shoulder. And so was a part of NABA, which is the National Association of Black Accountants, and through through that being a part of that association. I was able to get into not only Goldman, but then after graduating, I was at Ernst & Young for a year before I left to do this full time. Yeah. So, um, so how much money was you making <laughs> that you walked away from? So it, it it actually wasn't that much. So it wasn't it wasn't fully six figures when you I was quit. on your way. I was on my way. Um, I was a staff one accountant and making only at that point like sixty two thousand. Okay. Salary. Um, there's, there's other perks that are involved, of course, with being an accountant. Mm -hmm. Um, not until you get to a senior level, but I was making, I was comfortable, right? I don't have kids. I was living in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was oh, like, cheap oh, rent. yeah. Nah, she was in Park Chester. I was rent. in Park Chester. That still the cheapest nah. rent. Nah, it was cheaper rent than that. okay. So, well, well, and before Listen. then, before then, so I moved, so I've now been in New York for 10 years. Congratulations. But when I'm, thank you. But when I'm, I've always been off the sixth line. 
So I went from Castle Hill to Elder oh Ave my to Park Castle I Hill. Nigga, I lived in Castle Hill. My okay. wife was from Castle Hill. She was Little Miss Castle Hill. Shout out to my wife. So I thought I was doing something moving to Park Chester. I said, ooh, that's a Starbucks. Yeah. Right there, the Starbucks, <laughs> the Macy's. The Macy's. But I, you got Step You got in. Chase, you got Step In. Oh, I love oh, Step In. I love Step In. Hey, oh, no, Everybody talk about Step In. <laughs> step In is that spot. Oh, step In, you owe us money now. Yeah, a lot yeah. of money. You owe us money. But also, it, it never made sense to me why Step In was charged like, Nigga, am I, am I in Soho? Why yeah, am they, I paying they, $30 for lamb chops? Nah, it's expensive. But well, they it's like expensive. it up there. They like it. They got Still like God. a cult following. Like, they got people who go there all oh, the no, time Oh, no, but I mean, but it. you, it, it's the neighborhood it's cheers. Neighborhood you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was in Parkchester for like, shit, five, six years. But when I when I actually quit my job at Ernst & Young, it was interesting because I I didn't feel like I was going to quit. I, was, I wanted to be a CPA. So I wanted to have my own accounting firm. I was like, this is what I went to school That's for. That's what I went to school for, too, at first. Shut up. I got, yeah, a, minor, I got a minor in, in accounting, but I actually went to be an accountant first, and then I switched over to um, political science. Oh, wow. Nah, and accounting is, is different, and I, and I focused on taxes. So I did taxes for, like, hedge funds, investment banks, private equity funds, the boring shit. Mm -hmm. But um, when I decided to quit, though, was when Horrible Decisions... The podcast that I've been doing for the longest, I've I've had that for, we're going on six years now. Mm -hmm. We got, you know, we were WME, we were touring. Um, What's WME? WME is William Morris. So that's our tour, that's our agency. So we're oh, with so an agency. With William yeah. Oh, you're with an oh. agency. That's how y'all do the touring. Yeah. For touring. See, I didn't even know that. We got to get with an agency. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to, but to be fair, touring. no, we started, we did it ourselves. Okay. For, for, Two, three years. And, okay. and we can go back into that. But, no, we okay. but yeah, I literally quit that job, though, because I made my salary, which I just shared with y'all, I made that in five months. Between wait, wait, between, between podcast touring? ads and touring and merch. How did you get straight and, to and, podcast and, ads? Like, well, we were, at the time, we were still with Loudspeaker. Okay. Which, if... I want to bring you full circle, though. She's going to... I met Heineken... The fourth episode. The fourth episode of Horrible Decisions. He came in to through me. Preach from yeah. Cast Sound Lab. But I want to say, too, both of y'all kind of also spoke with A. King about us as well, right? Or was that... What happened was, right, um, I came on the fourth episode because um, Preach was like, I got a new studio. Yes. Come check me. So I see... We were recording. So Mandy and, and her... And um, Wheezy. Wheezy. Recording. That was the first time they ever had an argument on their show. And you could see that they were really tense about it because it was like, how did it come off? Like, and it was really, it was really an argument. I think at that time, honestly, about the word promiscuous. Yeah. It was like, but it was a real argument. Yeah, it was on air. Yeah, yeah. And you could see the tension between them. They were really overthinking how it would come off on camera and come off on, on audio. Audio. Audio at the and time because we ain't even. We wasn't I looked even. at them. They thought I was just trying to holler. I said, oh, <laughs> you're just saying that because you're trying to holler. Yes, but it's still fucking gold. <laughs> it was gold. And we just stayed in contact because I had met her before in the strip club. Everyone done met you me in stripping? the goddamn strip club. No. No, no I'm just no. Like, like, even, even ish, I met at fucking Jersey Girls I was hosting yeah. one night. But um so playing. before before like the potting, before school and being an accountant, I was not only a blogger, but I bartended. So like I moved to New York in twenty twelve, which from is where? right from where? from so I moved here from Miami. Before now, Miami was Atlanta, before Atlanta, oh, Orlando. Where are you from? Orlando. Okay. But, yes, but I moved here from Miami, and at the time, I left working on South Beach and was like, 
all right, well, I bartend. I know where I can make quick money. So I did the perfections. I did the starlets. Yeah, the whole And run. I did I did bottle service and bartending. At I the had strip to club. know you from from perfectionist because Clue and Doe opened that spot up. Well, I was I was there briefly. I was at Starlets okay. way longer than Cause, I cause was at Perfection. I first became aware of you off that famous picture you had where you were like half girl, half the ro robot. The robot. <laughs> And you was running around with the porn stars. Where is that from? I did used to hang out, and all my friends used to be porn stars. So yeah. I knew all the niggas because I knew all the hoes, and it just worked out. You got, you need something? I got some. What's up? Everybody happy? Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> you don't, yeah. So, so then, all right, so he's about to get emotional. No, you know what he does. I know he's about to get emotional. I'm about to strip it there. She left all of them behind. Yo, I left no. all them niggas. Yeah, no. All them bitches still you, doing the same shit. You didn't broke. see your face. You was like, yeah. No, because she left all of them behind. And I always wanted to find left out them behind how to do what? Listen again. They were all friends. Now they're no longer in the same circle. And she left them behind years ago. Years. So I'm like, what Feel was like the... a decade now. It's more than a like I think it is a decade. Because I wasn't fucking with none of them when I lived here. Mm -mm. That was like left... 12 years ago. Yeah. Wow. What, what happened though? Wow. What with them? Yeah. Nothing. Okay, it's so nah, I ain't gonna hold you. It's it's simple shit. Like yeah, it makes sense. Like, and that's the thing, right? And I mean, we could talk about that too. But like, when you're in a lane where women are dependent upon niggas for money, all niggas become clients, and it it blurs the lines of friendship. And so to me, it was just more so. And and I felt that same way. If my if my friend gotta pay her rent, and there's a nigga that tricked off on me, they may want to trick off on her. Like, damn. Gotcha. I kind of got to eat that, but mm. that's where it the, just the 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 lines begin the to be blurred real lines. blurred mm -hmm. with like what I'm owed as a friend and what loyalty looks like as a friend, and then where it lies in that whole space of well everybody trying to get get a check, got you. everybody trying to get wiped, everyone's trying to get claimed, everybody wants to go on the trips and make fucking twenty five hundred for two days to just have fun, like whatever the you know what I mean, mm -hmm. and I just realized I was like. All right, I'm I'm off this. I'm so you used the, so you chose to take the knowledge that you have with them and put it towards your podcasting. Well, no, because it's not There's knowledge from them. Gap, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I wasn't on the same shit. Okay, you know what I mean. But I, at the time, there wasn't shame in anything that I was doing. I've been in therapy now, and I'm like, whoa, I made a lot of decisions that I would not have made today. But are those decisions part of what catapulted your stardom with your show? So to me, the, I mean, I shared, I'm very vulnerable yeah. and I'm open with who, who I am. Mm -hmm. I think I didn't envision visibly growing in front of people and changing my mind in front of people. Mm -hmm. And where a lot of people, where we talk about ego, and we talk about, you know, a lot of people stand on who they are without acknowledging that they're probably not the same person they were not at all. five, ten years ago. And so where it's been interesting for me is, I've shared my partners, what I've done, who I was doing, why I was doing it in real time. And now when I look back at it, I'm just like, bitch, I would never. But, but why? I'm in a I'm I'm in a different space now. The way I moved as a woman in my twenties with no money is way different as a as a boss in her thirties with mean, money. Your frontal lobe is developed, so you start that to too. move differently. That too. We yeah, all we all did different things when we were younger. I'm yo, real shit. You know what I'm saying? But as I look back on a lot of those things that we did when we were younger, it did mold me into the person that I was. Yes. Now, if I didn't keep going, see, 
What the difference is with us from the people is we kept going. People didn't lie on me, tried to put me out the game, did, did this and did that. You know what I'm saying? People probably said the same thing about yeah. you. You probably got on with talking spicy and now they hold that stuff against you now and you're fighting against it to say, no, I'm really smart. I'm not the chick that just does that. So we got those type of things that's going on, but the but thing, a hoe can read a book. Yeah, but you can suck thing, a dick and read a yeah, book. I don't but, understand but why thing, like you but, 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 but yo, can't y'all don't think that a woman can do both because because mm-hmm. we run into a lot of women who, if they read a book, they don't suck good dick. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If they are sucking good, right? Yo, if they are, if no, they it's are, not yo, no, real shit. If they are sucking good dick, they're not reading a book. They're getting experience on how to please a man. Whatever way that they're doing it, but what you did with your show, I'm, I'm saying that to say that we all kept going from these type of things, of right? Yeah. And you took your knowledge from what you know, not just from those chicks tricking, not from the stuff that you did, from the personal things that you did, and you wrapped all that shit up, and you said, you know what, I'm going to share this knowledge. And when you went to this platform and you shared the knowledge, it opened up a whole bunch of other women mm-hmm. who probably didn't have a place to Pioneer. talk, who didn't, yeah. who didn't know that there are a lot of other women that feel this way. Now I can speak out on it. I don't have to suppress it. Do you feel like that putting yourself out there enabled you to make money? Is the experience now how you're cashing so in? she answers that, right? Yes. I just want to say... Women that watch anime tend to be the best dick suckers. Oh, stop it. <laughs> right. Yes. Did that enable you to cash in? Yeah. Um, mm. And what you said is is weird because Horrible Decisions is not the first or the last sex pod. Yep. So I think that mm. it, was, it was way more than us just sharing our sexual escapades and, and such. Like, there's something that drew the audience to us specifically. There's a reason why we are now signed with Black Effect and Charlemagne. There's a reason why I moved forward and worked with Joe Budden. There's a reason why we've been on HBO, Vice, and we've had all these conversations. We're not the only ones to talk about sex. We didn't invent sex. We didn't invent the the movement of sexual liberation. So, no, I don't think that all of the things that I did led to that. However, in where I am now, while, while my story may have helped a mass of women, like move forward in their sexual journeys. I'm very adamant now on some of the stories and some of the things I believed in my past. I don't promote anymore. Like, I I don't believe I'm I'm not fucking for rent no more. I can pay my bills <laughs> without having to be a, with a nigga that I'm that I'm not attracted to that I don't want to be with. Like there was the men in my past. Women. Well, that's the thing for women. and that's the thing. Like there were men in my past that dangled money in my face or a trip or that they could do for me. And I went forward with being with them because I needed my fucking rent paid. And so and so where now I don't have to value men based on the money they bring because I'm good. Now I'm able to have a completely different relationship with men. And so if you listen to the podcast in the early days, my relationship with men, even stemming back from my relationship with my dad, my dad like didn't talk to us because my mom wanted more child support. It's always been a relationship with men and men and money with me. Like, there was a relationship growing up where my dad now feels like we owe him because he paid child support. And so in my relationship now where, <clears throat> where I make all my own money, I really don't need a man for money. I'm realizing that men can show up in so many other ways that I unfortunately think a lot of women don't get to experience because they, they're looking for providers. They're looking for daddies. They're looking for sponsors. And so to be in the space where I am now, it's like 
damn, I was saying some bullshit on the pod a couple of years ago, but I was also in that space. If you ain't have money, I wasn't fucking with you. How are men showing up in a way that women don't tend to focus on or pay attention that eye-opening for you? I mean, to me, it's, I mean, even in my last relationship, like, emotionally. Mm -hmm. We don't believe men can show up in an emotional capacity. It's providing and protecting. The patriarchy has lended, lended it to be to where even that's where the only space y'all want to show up, right? But I enjoy male companionship. I'm also, yes, still very sexual. Mm -hmm. I ain't, I don't want no plastic dick up in me. I need a pulse on that bitch. So, like, <laughs> need a pulse on that bitch. Mm, um, heartbeat. So, I mean, there's there's sexual, there's the the intimate level yeah. of of what a man brings. Of course, the 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 providing element, but also I there's just a part of men that you can't get from women. It's why like there's a battle of the sexes thing going on. And once we can just admit that you guys bring something different than we bring, and vice versa. Facts. When you take away capitalism. There's a different way in which I appreciate men. Men. Way more than like, well, what could you do for me, nigga? Like, I realized how much like there was zero attachment to the men that that's what where my report approach was. Mm. Now it's just way better. Like there's friendships involved. There's there's deeper conversations because there's it's not transactional. Relationships like us, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah. that. I mean, I I call this nigga. We, we went out first off too. The first night we went out, you was kind of quiet until we started getting lit. That's and not I brought true. my other homegirl, but to be fair too, when I brought my homegirl Rosie out, there was like a damn, y'all are cool. I think that men also don't Rosie believe that don't women like are that cool. Rosie. Rosie got you don't Rosie like got me. Rosie got mad we at us. We already know oh. Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> Come on. Wait, she told got me, mad he at told what? me when I went to the bathroom, you expressed that you don't like me. I love you. No. Wait, she no. said that? No, the the whole I don't think he was a good relayer. I no, didn't no, get that. No, no listen, listen. Rosie don't fuck with listen, me. Listen, this is I, what, I fuck with you, Rosie. Hold on, hold on. The whole Peter Rosenberg convo was real tense. Because I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I missed that convo. I was drunk at the time. We had like four martinis. Oh, okay. I, I was I drunk. I think all too. of us were drunk. Wait, wait, I don't even remember us talking about Peter she Rosenberg. Just told you. Huh? What was the conversation about Peter Rosenberg? I don't want to say what was. Okay, that? that's fine. <laughs> but it was. Are we bleeping out that name now too? Uh, who cares? Oh, okay. No, we don't got. I don't. I don't care. He's that's being political. Then she that she feels differently about him than I do. Oh, in a certain in a in where he in lands in the space. Spent, in a yeah. certain in, in and a it certain was, space. It was, she didn't agree, and when I went to the bathroom, Rosie said, "You really don't like me." Like, what happened? Not like that, but no. They don't have I was to about agree. to say, I don't think it was. No, that, we joke. So we had yeah, don't say that though, because they yeah, still look like that. I said that. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't say that. Like, she definitely enjoyed that night, but I think that that's the the wonderful thing about a little bit with this industry, right? And look at me being the podcaster about to segue this. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we segue. I, I feel like where a lot of us have personal relationships with each other. A lot of us have also done business together. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where kind of, if we talk about blurred lines again, there's been different ways in which we view people as friends or our personal relationships. And then in how people have shown up for us in business. And so I don't know her relationship with that person. I don't know yours. I know you, you've been on this scene and you're, you've been out here for a long time. I don't know the man personally. But where a lot of us have become friends and relied on each other for different things, we've also done business together. And some people do better business than others, and that's yes. just there's that. And uh, you know, and that, and, that, and that's true. And, if, and 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 he probably does better business than most of the people that are in this business. So okay. she would. So she okay, would. Possibly. Uh, so I understand why she would. If 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 that was a factor, I, I see why she would lend herself to say like, "Yo, 
in that situation, that's where I rock with. I don't I don't have a problem with him. You know what I'm saying? We just have different views on where people... And he's, a, he's like an old school radio personality, right? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not... We just I, have different views on where he lies in the historical in the, place of... Hip hop, but if I'm not mistaken, that that but that's a common that's a common thing because he's not black, right? It so is. Think, see, I'm not about the not black. It's so not. It's, it's, no, I'm not a racial. You have to be black. Black there are, to be about the culture. Okay. People. I look at Leo Cohen and I look at Rick Rubin as wait as what. Because the way that nigga showed up in that murder ink duck, I get why niggas don't like him. But listen, it doesn't matter. He's a <laughs> he, he's a businessman. You don't he have to like business. me. You're right. You You're don't right. have to like me. See, we always get this twisted within business. You do not have to like me. Ooh. I only have to do good business by you and be a man of my word. Mandy could not like me, but if I'm coming in here and I'm paying with a for, check, there, I'm and I said it, and I'm, I'm paying, and I'm <laughs> paying for what rarity, she, though. and what I'm paying for what not. No, that's a rarity amongst black people. That, that's where not that's, amongst white people. No, no, that's right? where. Hold on, that's where I'm going with black people. It's always we gotta be friends, we gotta be family, we gotta hang out in order to get this business done. And I'm like, no, the person got to execute, you got to deliver. Hold up your end of the bargain, and, that's and it. we go that's home. But amongst it. black people, which Esso has said for years, what is this? We got to be friends. I mean, it's what it's what we're seeing too now in hip hop with women rappers, even a little bit of the male rappers as well. In hip hop in general, if you're not friends with somebody, you beefing with them, and now it's like a public thing. Like even in our space, unfortunately, in podcasting and shit, I think it's very much the same. They didn't turn. Turn pod wars into like no, it's trash. Like, it's, 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 it's trash. It's awful. And I sat at home and told Heineken, and and people could not, they could dispute me about this, but I take credit for this amongst us. I look forward to working with people. Yeah, I've reached out to people who I know have talked trash about me. You know what I'm saying? Oh. That's been upset about. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! He's come to this space. What is the response? They're, they're surprised. Once they get around me, I've, I've shared money with them. Oh, wow. I've gotten budget. I've shared money with them. And, I've, and I have promoted to say, yo, if we all stick together in what we're doing, we could become a factor. If wow. we don't stick together, it's we're so not going to be a factor. When I thought about you coming on, I always think and say, yo, how can we work with more people? If people don't want to have you on their show, if our platform matters and they want to mess with us, yo, Han, I'm going to invite them to come on this show. This is how we can circumvent, which is the word of the week, because I'm going viral month. off of it. Yeah. Right? I'm going viral off of it. Oh, a lot of people don't know right. what it means. It, yeah. I going... It sounds like an AC term. No. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. We're going to go past. We're going to go past that. It's giving We're going to go gun. past that. So if we all if, if, if we all come together. Air conditioning? No. If, if, if we all come together, it doesn't matter who does what. You're a female. You're going to get different deals that I'm not going to get. That's it. I'm a right. different man than he is. People are going to reach out to me more for music more and more for consultations. If they want to know about subject matter, making shows, experience mm. and podcasting, they're going to call him. When they call me, I'll be like, I don't know nothing no, about but that. No, that's, but that's where a little bit where you're wrong in terms of why okay. we're not turning into Transformers here mm -hmm. is because in our community, for whatever reason, they do not believe that there is enough money for all of us. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. The consensus a, yeah. in our community is that if I put you onto a bag or you onto a bag, it's going to take away a bag oh, from me. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize that everybody can eat. Mm -hmm. We, I promise you, everybody can eat. The way, like, 
even if you sit here and dissect one of these white pod deals, mm-hmm. it could feed 10 of us. Yes. But people aren't putting each other onto things because they feel like, well, if I bring you on board, it's going to take away an opportunity for me, which is taking money out of my pocket. And so that's why, talent-wise, nobody really wants to put other people on. Can I give both of y'all credit? Y'all two individuals I've seen that are not afraid to put y'all money on the line. Right. And I've we've been around black people. If they get a check for 100K, it irks their soul to know they got to give up 60 bands to pay out everything and only walk away with 40. Right. I know you'd be comfortable at 25 and you'd be comfortable at 25 knowing everybody's going to eat because mm-hmm. y'all going to bring more in. In our community, we see 100K and we feel like it's supposed to be only 100K for us. Damn, I got to give. That's so 25000 Although, although I've earned, earned it. it. Right. Although it's although, technically right. my money. I got to give Although we've agreed upon it. But, yes. but, but, but that's <laughs> the thing too, right? For whatever yeah. reason, we have this idea that we, we want 100%. Of everything. Ooh. And here's the thing. 100% of... Zero. Of nothing is 100% of nothing. But that's where you have to come in. If, you, if you're doing a deal, if you're building a team, you have to sit with yourself and be like, you know what? I'm okay with 70% of mm-hmm. whatever comes mm-hmm. in. I'm okay because you have your lawyer that normally takes 5%. You have management that takes anywhere from 10 to 20%. Then you have maybe distribution, which would be like a UTA or WME who gets their 10%. Mm. Like... But you could possibly not have none of that money if those people weren't in place. Agreed. And so you kind of have to look at wanting to build a team in order to get a percentage of something is way better than 100% of nothing. I, and we don't look at it that way. We, I, a lot of us A lot not. of us don't. That's why when we spoke behind the scene, you were like, hey, what I said, was, once you heard that terminology from us, you're like, oh, okay. Right. They get it. Right. You know? This guy said black people want <laughs> kings and queens <laughs> of nothing. They want to be bosses. Everybody wants to be a, a boss. boss. And and I and I and I, I told him mm-hmm. that we're involved with somebody who's making money and paying us and all that. And I called him one day. I said, he don't understand. It's not easy to be a boss. It's not easy to make sure everybody gets paid. It's not easy to pay people on time. Well, it's, I, it's not easy to be oh, a, oh, oh, a she leader. About to say, she ahead. about to say something. Go ahead. Oh, 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 oh. That machine gun going off. Yeah, because I got I plenty mean, of say, okay, but you the guest, so you, you got But you say, that, this is fine. Here's the thing, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people in this creative space did not come from a corporate backing or have not ever really had a real job. Did. We did. Mm-hmm. And so there's a way that we expect business to take yep. place that right now currently may not in they this creative space. There's also not a blueprint, right? What's the blueprint? There, there, there is no, no blueprint. Remember, that's, that's what I was telling well, you. There, there is no blueprint is, for this shit right no now. So what's the expectation any, of business? But the expectation of business, unfortunately, is hoping that someone is showing up the way you hope that they They're will show up. They're showing up. Which, to me, in relationships, in friendship, <laughs> in human interaction, that's not the case, right? Yes, yes. You can that's have tough, a relationship yo. with a partner, and you want him to show up a certain way. You want her to show up a certain way, and, and that person falls short. Yeah. Now you have to decide... Do I stay in this relationship or do we work through it? Yeah. Unfortunately, in business, you now are involving a lot of third parties. It's not fucking social media. It's not a side chick. It's a lawyer. It's management. It's all this other shit. It's family. But also now it's my livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've done a lot of business with a lot of different people. I actually just spoke about this in therapy because the way I would like people to show up is the way I feel I like show I show up. up. Yeah. Such is. What's the way? You- I mean, to me... What what do you want out of this? A, everything is black and white. I like things to be on paper. I like things to go through 
Legal. I don't give a fuck if I got to pay legal, whatever they percentage mm-hmm. I don't care if they That's getting... the white side of you. Oh, no, no, all... no, no, no. Black people want to go without a lawyer. Well, go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> black people want to go without see, a lawyer. Black people hate lawyers. Because when I bring a lawyer is... into play, they be, they, they they be like, looking at like, why you got to bring a lawyer? For, because bro. I you know don't why? need this, but you go ahead. I'm this, sorry. But this is the problem. They try to play me? I do not want to make this a black and white thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Please do not. Because... This is where a lot, we could go all the way back to TLC. Go ahead, go ahead. We could go back to now where NBA Youngboy doesn't even get a dime off his YouTube. Okay, if we get into even the contracts that have been signed, oh, we gotta talk about all of that. That's fine, but don't make it a black and white thing Why because a lawyer is protection. The problem mm-hmm. is right if we go into how we as a community have owned things we haven't before, right? No. So a lot of times we are put into. I mean, there's the indentured servitude of, of slavery for one. But when you go and get hired for a job, you know what you got to do and you accept whatever right they give you, right? Mm -hmm. We don't ever need a lawyer when we're getting hired to work a job. However, when you get in talks of IP, ownership, um, equity, things in this entrepreneur space, A, where we're not educated because a lot of our parents and grandparents didn't own things. None of that. None of those. Lawyers are to protect each party involved, but now you own stuff. So where maybe you just sign and agree to a salary for a company, knowing what your role is, mm-hmm. when you're in business with someone or you're owning equity and you're doing the hiring, you're doing the deals, you're doing the the, the conversations in valuing what the company is worth, you 100% need a lawyer to A, represent you, but also that's where you get fucked because yes, not only do cool, maybe lawyers are looked at as shysty or whatever, Who's reading all the that language? Fucking, the Nobody. language is like, oh, it's like Chinese. Yeah, thank you. Like, like what? Legal, like legal terms. It's retarded. Where someone could say something verbally to you, right? I can say, I can, and I, I can't think of a, of an analogy off the top of my head, but something that I can say verbally to you, written, can have one word that can t- com- completely changes, even though you think that mm-hmm. we're on the same page. It's not. On paper, there Ooh. could be one word that changes that. Must come forth with. Oh, or when we spoke with Guru in perpetuity. Or perpetuity. Oh, perpetuity oh, is hey, a whole nother hey, thing. Hey, but, yeah, but, no, but, but your whole life, And your kids. I own you. Hey, no, no, and your kids. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold forever, on. Nigga. Not only that, perpetuity. I gotta get another but, drink. Yes. Ooh, look, it, but but also outside, like in perpetuity, that can mean the business. But then there's a whole conversation regarding your likeness and who you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. People can own that, which is what we're seeing now too. Where Mike Tyson is completely upset with Hulu, Hulu. for doing the documentary on them. Um, we've seen that Candy is upset with Carlos King because he's trying to do something with Escape. Mm-hmm. Like our likeness is even being targeted, right? Of to course. where. Now, someone can make money off of you, even if you had a sunset clause. Sunset clause, for those of you who don't know, someone say gets perpetuity in you. Sunset clause means every year what they, the percentage that they get from you decreases. Mm -hmm. So they can go from getting 20% off you, say by year six, they're only seeing three and a half percent or some bullshit. It goes down. So, but we don't, I... If you would have came to me three years ago, what the fuck is a sunset clause? And if that's written in there, perpetuity, um, distribution, uh, minimum guarantee, all of these different things where you also, recoupment. Yeah. All of these are listen, terms that all, we don't fucking you use know, when we this is how you learn, strip club. This is how you <laughs> learn business as a young black man or black woman, biracial, 
if you don't know nothing. Not you throwing it biracial. Right? Nigga. You, you yes, set I'm up, biracial. Listen. I hate that you just said that. <laughs> nigga. You, you, you set up your team. You find yourself a lawyer. You find yourself an accountant. But even when you're going to make money. Yep. And you get a manager. He doesn't have to be knowledgeable at That's that time. That's the last time. person. I and, don't think a lot of people need that. Yeah. He he doesn't need to be knowledgeable at that time. And I'm explaining to her why you why people do need a manager. He 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 just needs to be smart and be able to retain and learn. Now, people who know business, you don't need a manager. I'm gonna be honest. But a lot of these creatives that we have, they don't know how to put their stuff in a tunnel and mm-hmm. do things the right way. A, a manager isn't just there to manage what they got coming in. They some people need people to manage their actual lives in order they can go on to make money. I had to learn that because you're a responsible person. You did accounting. You didn't went to school. You're determined. You might, uh, manager could be the last person on your menu. Yeah, it is. It'd be worthless. It'd be worthless. But for somebody else who isn't retaining like you, who doesn't know the job like you, who isn't hardworking, they need somebody that's going to keep them on track they need somebody that's going to bring them connections. There's so many people who don't talk. I'm not a talker. Do you know what you're? Do you know what, what you're saying right now? What am I saying? All the people who believe that they are bosses and creatives and entrepreneurs actually need to be employees. Yeah, yeah. They need people. Hold on. They do. That's what you're saying. If you're saying that a real. creative cannot come in and run their business and they need management or they need people definitely to, right and so that's definitely. A, but that but that's where again blurred lines okay you you were in a space where as creators we're talking ip and ownership mm-hmm. nigga you don't deserve to own anything if you need people to come in and tell you what to do Why not? or tell you how to operate your business it's no. a lot of, it's a lot of this cuz now you're talent Why? now you're no, talent no, 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 you have no. someone running you you are now but talent. C- CEOs do have people to tell them things too, as well. People were they rich. have a board. They, they, yes, yeah. they can have a board of people. What but do. what he was just saying, no, no. You have a board and you have a committee where you come in and discuss things. What you were just saying in terms of management is if as a creative, you need somebody to come in and tell you what your day-to-day is, tell you where you need to go, tell you if you need someone to come in and tell you how to be your very best, that to me turns you into an employee and someone who is talent, which means you need an operating agreement. You, you need don't to need learn. to technically, yeah, but they're learning Hold on, on let me the ask job, Mandy. Let, let, Mandy. They're learning so, on the job. So what's Jay Z an employee? So giving internship. So what's Jay Z an employee or a boss? But that, but that's what. Uh, no, uh, it's uh, different. Uh, 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 how's that different? No, uh, he had a manager when he there, came. There was there, all that. There was a lot of. There Dame was, a was lot. managing him. Yes. First off, first off, he also came in, Dame and the Met, and I only because I just watched the Murder Inc. Doc. <laughs> they they ran it to each other. Jay was already working and doing what he was doing. Before, so even what you just said, one moment, let me finish. <laughs> oh, man. Jay, wait. <laughs> we just said you. Jay, Jay had a lot of teams, yo, but, yo, also, but also, me, you're taking it back to Let me jump in. Let me jump in and say Let me jump in and say Let me jump in and say this. Let me jump in and say this. The Murder Inc. doc is not factual. Oh. All right? So don't oh. listen. Don't, oh. don't do oh. nothing. The Murder Inc. doc, oh. the Murder Inc. doc oh. was done by Murder Inc. Stop oh. it. We just had, we just had, um, 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 what's the DJ? Clark Kent on the show Ooh. to tell how Jay was not popping and Clark convinced Dame to go to Brooklyn to go meet Jay because Jay needed a manager and Clark couldn't do it. So, and nobody disputed that. 
Okay. So, well, so Clark Kent so, wasn't a part of that. Doc. All right, all right, exactly. Oh, it's a murder. Exactly. You need to watch my expert opinion for the real story. And and you can do that. However, <laughs> I've, I've been a part of a lot of different things that succeeded and failed. Uh huh. Their Such story as? is going to be different than mine. Hold on. What has failed for you? Because oh, not we... failed. Not failed. I won't say failed. Partnerships and the way I've reacted to like with people in business and friendship. If you go speak to them, their story may be different than mine. So do you think? And so where you say that is a full lie, if Irv believes that is his story and that's how he perceives things, especially because, A, when you get involved, lawyers and management and communicating with all these different teams, things may always be lost, right? Mm -hmm. And so where if you talk to anybody about my experience in this business and being a part of a network that I am now no longer a part of, that network story may be different than what my story was as this, well. This story, this story can't be possible. Nah, I'm not going to let this go. Jay-Z was not even known for nothing before Dead Presence. He had rapping. He was with Jazzo. He was supposed to be somebody mm. and all of that. All right? By the time the Dead Presence aired, when they put the money on the table, Dane was there. Murder Inc. wasn't there. They wasn't even established. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But Murder, was Murder, Murder Inc. wasn't established, but Irv was, Irv Irv, was, there. Irv was Irv doing was what a, Irv did. Irv, Irv, Irv was around. Irv got with Lior, then created Murder Inc. But no, but where, that's later. Where, that's that's but, way but where later. Irv, but where he Irv, knows. But where yeah. Irv is placing himself babe, into hip-hop history babe, is where babe, Irv babe. thinks he was I'm gonna there. I'm going to tell you something that, I never tell, that I'll never say to people. I was at Murder Inc. in 1999. I started Murder Inc. 6199 the day that Ja Rule dropped his album. My god brother Ron Gutter is Ja Rule's manager to date. I left Murder Inc. and, ja and Irv Gotti did not want me there because I grew up in Southside. Why did Irv not I want me there? I grew up in Southside with 50 Cent. And I came in there one day and was telling niggas from Southside, Todd Murder, what a publishing deal was, and Todd Murder had a heart attack and said that this is what a publishing deal is. He didn't know what 16 100% songs was. And I explained it to him. It was 32 songs, because I'm the only nigger from fucking Southside Jamaica, Queens. Listen to this, I'm man. I'm the only nigger from Southside Jamaica, Queens that knows this freaking business, all right? And I grew up with niggers. 50 Cent used to say he was my cousin, and Ron Gutter, who managed Ja Rule, was my god brother. I went to school in Hollis at Holy Trinity. I know all of these niggas. I'm a Queens nigga. They're not going to say none of this Murder, Inc., Jay-Z shit, none of that, all right? They was doing their thing. Irv Gotti was involved with Blunt Records and all that. We just had Mike Geronimo on the show, Yeah, all right? Irv Gotti was important with bringing Jay-Z and Rockefeller to, to Death Jam like Death he Jam. was with Rough Riders. He did that. He was in sync with these niggas, but, but he did not put Dame with Jay. He was not there. Dame was with Jay. Niggas just said it. Jay was in the hood, and Clark Kent took fucking Dame to go meet Jay. He just said it. So y'all hated that doc. He just said, no, I'm and not hating yeah, I'm, I'm not hating no, 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 But I'm going to kill Rick. I didn't watch the doc, and I watched the doc and said, see, niggas don't know. Hold on, hold on. That's not true. Hold on, can I say this? What are we talking about? Can I say this? If you're going to believe all this stuff that Irv has been saying with Jay-Z, then Mandy. 
don't have to believe everything he's been saying about Ashanti. Yeah, exactly. And are you gonna? Oh, and I don't. All okay, right, thank then. you. But so I don't, why, I don't so, believe. So why? Wait, come on, come on, come on. Once a liar, once a liar, always a liar. But, but no, you can't, you can't pick no. and choose, Hold baby. On. I say that. I say that because. The you way, in business with them but, niggas. But no, 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 you no. in business. Saw, with, she's getting money. SO, this is political. SO, SO, she's getting money. So the way that if I'm in a relationship and now we take this out of business, okay. the way I view a relationship with a nigga I maybe was just fucking on, he could tell the next nigga, nah, we had a relationship. No, the fuck we didn't. Mm. And to me, that's the only place in which I don't believe Irv and Ashanti's relationship. But where Ashanti did not agree to be a part of that documentary, Jay was there, and Jay gave Irv whatever, like, the credit that Irv felt like he deserved in Jay's career. Okay, but... So where, where maybe they didn't put everything into there, they wasn't bringing up Dame and talking about Rockefeller and everything that of happened Of course they're not going to bring up Dame. Murder. But, but you, you know got, But you got to know why he's not getting along with Dame. Yeah, they're, they're not, not going to give Dame so why credit. credit. So why, so we why gotta would he rewrite history. Dame up? So Dame That's, is on record. So let's just re Dame erase Dash. this nigga who be on a pod every Dame other month yes, telling yo, everybody what he did. Let me just say this. Dame Dash is on record for not giving a F about nobody. Right. About Irv Gotti. About anybody, about Lee or Cohen, he is on record. That's why people like myself, mm. I respect Dame. Niggas can say what they want to say about Dame. Dame is not putting what Dame is not doing. This he puts his, his he's money not putting on the line. his money before his heart. Mm. And, okay, and and, and 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 not too many people are in a financial position to do that. I put my heart and my standards way before my money, and I'm about my bread. Okay, you break that down. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. There are things that people wanted me to do or will want me to do that I'm not going to do for a dollar. I'm not going to do anything that's going to embarrass me. People oh, okay. are not but people are not going to respect do they are not going to disrespect me for a dollar. I'm not going to come out of my skin and, and my shell of the person and the man that I am and my standards for any money. I'm and not doing And you feel like Dame it. will no, no, Dame, Dame won't. Dame won't. Dame but, not doing but, that. But Hove will is what you I don't know saying. what Hove no. is doing. I'm just I talking. I mean, he aligned with the NFL when them I'm niggas not, wasn't really fucking with listen, black people. I'm not, but, but see, and wasn't one people to motherfucking kneel. And when we really talk about I it, don't the nigga only that. bought us a Super Bowl show. But, but listen, like if, what I don't did, agree what did with Hove, that. But, but what you're saying is, if Dame is not that person that leads with money in his heart, you saying Hove does. No, I'm not. Say what you saying. See, what you saying. See, you That's what I'm getting. What you're doing is, what you're doing is, what you're doing is, you're clickbaiting. Is that no? I'm not talking. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about. This ain't got to be a click. You can talk over me. You can talk over me. I'm not talking about Hove. I'm talking about Dame. Okay. I'm not talking about anybody else. I'm talking about the man named Dame Dash who has different type of outlook and different type of principle and have been responsible for making other people big. It's not just Jay. He's been, he's been behind Lee Daniels and countless other people, art people. Ooh, he he, he mm -hmm. does this, though. So we're, so we're trying to discount somebody because why? The common Brick thing is, right no, Jay-Z is huge as hell. Pause. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if Jay-Z doesn't like Dame Dash, and if Dame Dash is not in Jay-Z's favor, people are not going to go to Dame Dash. Because Jay-Z is all-powerful in all realms. Marketing. Fucking touring, Beyonce's movies, wife. Beyonce's his wife. So why would you why why would you go against, against the, the the plantation? Yeah. Dame Dash is somebody who goes against the plantation, not when the plantation was owned by Jay Z, when the plantation was owned by whoever it was. He went against the rules, and I respect that. And he followed his heart. 
people don't gotta like that. Ooh, not you saying that Hove is saying yes, master. I'm not saying. I said no. Hove is the master. He oh. owns the plantation now. Yeah. So now, so now he owns the he owns the plantation of music right now. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants does. to go against yeah. Jay Z. Yo, when we, yo, when we have guests on, anything that gets that gets mentioned with Hove or Beyonce, they just be. Like, Yo, watch every interview. Anybody that wants to have a relationship with Hove and Beyonce, and you even say, "Hey, I remember you used to be with Beyonce in '99." Oh, chill, chill, chill. Oh, I mean, but it's the same thing that that. That's his wife, though. Yeah, but I mean, I always tell you certain things about wife and kids. When you have wife and kids, you will look differently. I don't, I don't dispute anything. I, I would never want to talk about Beyonce. That's Never. that man's wife. Yeah. yeah. That's different. That's crossing blurred lines. Okay. I'm sticking, like it, yeah. I'm sticking to business. Okay. And Jay-Z is a consummate businessman. I'm not mad at his motto. Jay Brown, Tata, he's 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 made a mountain of people rich. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He, he's made people famous that were never yep. thought that they were going to be famous before. Yep. You can't knock Jay-Z, but I'm not mad at Dame Dash neither because Dame Dash's heart is what got him there. And once he got there, he couldn't change it. I'm not debating that. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and, and, and that's all. And my heart, and that's why I, I'm like that. My heart gets me indoors and brings me money and does things that people can't do for me. Yeah. Because I'm going to walk through the wall no matter what, and I'm going to figure it out. So when you got somebody like then that. Then you're in the right industry of, to do that. Of, of and, course and you need that to they're going to get And stabbed. you need to keep also that same thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like, come in and know who you are. Come in and know what you want to do for yourself. And whatever doesn't align with that, be okay with not aligning with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just kind of what you have to do in this space. Because they will eat you up. Like, we're in a pod space that is now the fucking music industry. That's yeah. what I wanted to talk about. That's what it is. Because you've been approached by multiple deals. You truly understand the business of podcasting. You know how to monetize it. You know how to monetize it quickly and effectively and yeah. efficiently. Can we talk about how podcasting is the new rap game? Because they tried to sign you to a 360 deal. Um, Which is... They they is not who you guys think it is, by the way. No, of course. Uh, 360 was somebody that we... And I'm not going to say the, the no, name don't. of the company. Um, what they offered was a 360. What we got initially mm. offered... Um, again, I just think that we went into doing business with somebody where... Everything verbally that was agreed upon, things changed, and on paper it didn't reflect. Um, but again, where I've seen the change in podcasting with now video, everyone doing the, the bonus content with Patreon, mm -hmm. um, having a deal. I mean, I have six-figure deal with, with one network and a seven-figure deal with another for two different shows. And so... Where I'm happy where things are, there's still a lot of things that I'm learning too. So I don't want to to push out that I know the blueprint because there is no blueprint. No, no, still. no. The blueprint is making money off of it right now. Yeah. Oh, monetizing but it, yeah, but I mean, it takes a lot of fucking work. Such as what? I, I'm not asking. It, to it give takes you a lot of work. Like, away, well, but... like no, and I don't mind. There's no secrets to me in this space. Like to me, I'm one of those that do believe everyone can win. So like mm. all of my friends know once I'm in the space and and my relationships are built firmly, I'll shoot the the email introduction. I'll mm -hmm. do the group chat. Here's so-and-so. Hope it works out for y'all. All right, take me out of the thread. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll do the intro to everybody. At this point now, it's up to you to sell yourself. Gotcha. It's up to you to, you know what I mean? I can only do so much. Right now, I'm not an agent. Eventually, mm -hmm. nigga, I want a percentage. 
But right now, I just believe that there is enough money going around. There's networks that need talent. I'll do the connection. It's up to you. Because right now, a lot of people don't want to work a regular job. They don't want to drive a bus. None of that. They want to be in this space to give out their ideas, their, their thought process to make money and, and live this lifestyle. What is the success blueprint for them? What, want... what, what lifestyle? That's the thing. A lot of people A lot of people want to show up on a mic and talk mm -hmm. and make all the money. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I, it's just I know like, that. And it's just like, That's well, nigga, what... well, nigga, no. Who's going to upload it to the RSS feeds? Mm -hmm. Who's going to post the video? Who's editing it? And so, like, I've had this conversation in development with, with, with people recently. Like, so you want to make money, but you just want to show up. That's not how this space works. Like, you have to build the team, and that goes back to the percentage of a, uh, the percentage of something is more than 100% of nothing. Niggas literally feel like, ooh, their opinions matter so much. They're stars. So they sit in front of a fucking mic. <laughs> yes, they do. And they feel like, yo, I I'm got a the, star. I'm a star. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to have the numbers booming. Yo, niggas want to hear what I got to say. Yep. And then literally don't realize that, okay, after you show up, who's rendering your audio? Who's making your clips? Who's doing the marketing? Do you have a deal? And if so, who's selling ads? Who's, like, the idea of even monetizing Even it. how you title your videos. Oh, will, will, there's will a way. The, to, yeah, it'll determine if it runs. Algorithms. Algorithms, <laughs> yes. Like, you have to have a whole team. So, like, where a lot of people may come in the space and want to be a star, that don't make you a boss. Being a star and sitting on a mic doesn't make you a boss. There's a lot of people that sit on these mics and talk about business and don't know a lick of fucking business. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to fucking work with people. They don't know how to really lead whoever's amongst their team. Or when you sit in a podcast space, none of my shows am I the only voice, right? Mm -hmm. So now I have to figure out how to compromise and work with other people. A lot of these fucking stars, the narcissists of, uh, of it all, don't know realistically how to work with other people. So then what bugs is what, what bugs out is if your paperwork is not done effectively yes. with lawyers, then you're also <laughs> dealing with, with lawyers. Yes. Then you're also working on underlying competition. Because at the end of the day, even if you're on a show with somebody there else, they still want to be maybe a mic. They still don't want you to be bigger than them. They still don't really want you to do other things outside of where you make sense for them. She's spitting bars right it now. It just is what it is. Get out you know the way. You know our face. Get right? out the way and let this girl go. But I've been in those spaces we, where even, we, but even your audience let will go. Your, yeah, let, audience, no, go. Your, your audience will do that. They'll sit here and say, oh, I hate when this nigga speak. It should only be this. Like, our audience, unfortunately, will do that in our YouTube comments, our Apple podcast, where mm -hmm. say you're on a show with one other person up to fucking two or three other people. We see pods are anywhere from one to four people. And then guess, you'll have the audience that is tearing us down. And unfortunately, as a narcissist, as someone who wants to be a boss, as someone who wants to be a star, you deep dive into those comments. So now, where maybe you fucking love doing this show with your friend, now you see, eh, there ain't great comments about this nigga. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this shit with mm -hmm. him. Or maybe I could be doing this with someone better. I've also been in a space where I thought the grass was greener on the other side and it wasn't that green. Can we talk about show chemistry? See, that's something people truly don't understand. Everyone I don't think she believes in it. No, no, I know. I do, but some shit is real, some shit is not. No, no. I, I feel... you, you get on this mic, shit get turned on. No, of course, but... Yeah, for me too. She get turned on. Yeah, I'll be over there in the corner high. When you turn that shit on, turn that motherfucker on. She get turned on. Yeah, but there are people <laughs> who are talented enough that even if they don't fuck with the person, they understand how to 
work within the chemistry framework. I, again, I've seen I, well, you do it. I've talked about and, yes, and this is where I'll be honest with you, right? Everyone knows, like, I, I have one show where me and my co-host, we do business together. We have a fucking successful business and we always make shit work for the business. Mm -hmm. But we don't have a personal relationship. Mm -hmm. On the other side, grass is greener or not, I'm in a relationship. I have another pod with someone who I'm so grateful for having in my life. She's been amazing to me and she's a great friend. But now we've added the business aspect to it. So now, unfortunately, this person serves two, two different purposes in my life, right? And so now I'm navigating a business with a friend. Mm -hmm. The other person where we don't have an extended friendship, we do things just for business. So where I thought, ooh, having a business with someone who's just my friend is going to be so easier, we or so much easier, sorry. Mm -hmm. I don't really know how to speak English. You're going off, you're going off. It's even, it, it actually becomes a little harder. Yeah. Because like, fuck, bitch, I like you. We hanging out. Sometimes I don't want to talk about business at all. Like we've done times mm -hmm. where it's just like, bitch, can we just go out and eat? and yeah. not talk business. <laughs> but then also as a friend who I love, who shows up for me as a friend, how do I come at you and say, as a business partner, maybe there's ways you can improve. I mean, and so to me, to me, either either side of the either side of the coin is not the easiest, but that's where in terms of this podcast shit, people think it's literally y'all just sitting on a mic chopping in the shit for an hour or two. And there's so much layers of what goes on behind the scenes yeah. that that's where the friction causes. It's not what's really on the mic at all. It's okay. Who's getting paid and how are we being paid? Who's taking these emails? Who's responding? Who's managing the team of post-production? Like, that's when we go on tour. Okay, who's, who's booking, booking the, the hotel? Who's booking? The flights. Um, it, are we staying in the same hotel? It's all of those things yeah. that now causes the... It's never what's really on the mic. So we can come in here. You funny. You funny. Y'all got your mind set up. And we know that we can all respect each other's opinion on mm -hmm. mic. Cool. The riff in business, in podcasting, in creative, is really all the back end shit. It's the how how we busting this down because how we how we busting the money down fifty fifty. Like if the, the workload is ninety ten, I like how the way we, she You know talk. what I mean? Yeah. And so then that's where okay, now nah, let's bring the lawyers in. Mm -hmm. No, of course. Um, what's a fundamental mistake you made with your business with Joe that? you can teach other people. Because to be with that type of personality, right? Look at him. I knew he was going to bring it. You see no, but I, mean? I don't I don't care about, like, because that's a big business move. So when people see it, they see the glitz and glamour well, not of, only it, that, of the connection. To be fair to, I still listen to the JBP twice a fucking week. Not a patron, it's, it's, but yeah. I still tune in. It's um, a great show. I'm also, and I've been friends with everyone involved, right? Mm-hmm. Which so tough, I've it? known Maul and Rory yeah. for over a decade. Um, I've known Ish for a very long time. I've mm. known Ice. I've known everyone involved, right? And of course, we didn't have the best. We also had some some drama for our podcast as well under the JBN. Yeah, yeah. Here's my thing, right? We all came in having an idea, and we all came in as friends, or at least believed there was a friendship. And so to me, where I fully believed in what the show has now become, being a seven-figure mm -hmm. podcast, but also in aligning myself with someone who I respected in Joe and what he's been able to do, to me, it was a home run. The problem <laughs> was, during the lifetime of us being with him, and it was only a year, 
I don't think, A, we knew nothing about what was going on with JBP and any... You're talking about from a business standpoint? From a business standpoint. Like what, getting paid or... Well, no, with Rory Mall and what was going on okay. over there. To where that was the issue. It, I believed we were good. We were making strides. Joe wanted to see what we could do without him, and he would come and give us insight mm -hmm. on where he thought we should go later. A, we lost a, a, a host uh, yeah, amidst that. Was, that. Yeah, that but was. aside from that, we received just non-negotiables based on his experience with that. And that's the thing, right? In business, you do until something happens to where you realize, oh, I ain't going to get burned like that again. This ain't gonna happen again. What you got? I can't allow something. He said no, about Joe. No, Joe, Joe, got Joe, Joe, Joe so felt like and PTSD. so PTSD. Yeah, there was a lot of PTSD in. He he even stopped showing up for us recording because he didn't want to be involved with the guests. Maybe we had he he wanted to go out of his way with not making anyone feel uncomfortable. Got you. And where I felt like there's certain things that should have happened as a network head, he was going through a lot of shit that year, that didn't necessarily put us. As a priority. In a great position. Or so in a great bad, position. Bad but timing? also, but also, as a friend, we was like, this is a lot, but we're gonna rock with you. We not finna, we not gonna abandon you abandon like you. everyone else. Got mm -hmm. you. And that ended up fucking me in the end. So where we chose to stay, me and my partner took a fucking social hit off of how about what a happened. financial hit? Do you take a financial hit too? Me no. The pod, yes, we weren't getting deals that, that's while what we were I'm signed. Saying. And so, so yeah. Where I'm showing up once a week, I'm in a position where I monetize this shit. If we're not monetizing, let's figure, what are we doing? Otherwise, we're leaving, and I'm going to figure out what to do with this. Mm -hmm. Because I understood he had a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And to where, now in hindsight, 100% things could have been done differently. I do feel like we just weren't a priority. Which doesn't surprise me. He was rebuilding a show that he's been building for the last six, seven years. and wasn't. He had new castmates coming in. He had a new team he had to mm -hmm. build. There was a lot of things. and. And to be fair, at the same time, yeah, I felt like I was put in a real, like, in a weird social space. Because Awkward even position. Well, even when I signed, right, I, I announced my partnership with Joe two weeks after announcing my partnership with Charlemagne. Yeah, I remember that. And they, at the time, weren't. Yeah, they were clashing. And so I look nutty. But also, as a woman who stands for so, women empowerment. So how'd you have both of those going on? Because I'm that bitch. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. And that's where, where, where anybody questions me for real, for real, about who I am. Can nobody else say they've worked with two of the people that everyone essentially looks up to? And or want to work with. Or want to work with. That's yeah. why they, I say that there's no, there's no blueprint to this because Joe has went his route in being in this podcast space. He fucking kills and has money. He just opened his own shit. Mm -hmm. Then you have Charlemagne, who has been phenomenal and in, in building a network with the number one place for podcasts, which is iHeart. Like he's done more of a partnership relationship aspect. And so where even now, where I'm looking at, okay, how do I want to land as an exec in this space or potentially as a network owner? I've seen, I've seen how two things played out. And, I mean, to me, again, it just goes back to, A, there's no blueprint. B, everything needs to be on paper. And if it's not on paper, it ain't real. Sure. And I think that that's just what it is. There were things that were agreed upon verbally that when things got into that legal it was like this ain't the same. This ain't the same. But like to be fair, everyone again just operates businesses differently. And coming from corporate, I feel like I do align a lot of the values in this space with my corporate background. Me too. So do I. And but you're dealing with artists. Mm. You're dealing with personalities. You're dealing mm. with talent 
that is becoming now CEOs that maybe <clears throat> never had a salary or benefits. And, and You know what I mean? And you got to look at it like this. I, I always say this on shows because Sylvia Rohn told me this when I was the manager and I was doing shit. And she was like, you have to be a psychologist too. And I would be like, why? And she used my real name, Randy, because you have to know and think about how these other people are thinking. That's mm. the only way only it's going to work. If you're thinking about how you think and how it, it's supposed to go, it's not going to work. So when I present something, I, I think know. about I, you. Ain't, none of us are mind readers. We we weren't granted. Nah, it's not. It's not no, about. It's not no, no, no. It's, it's about. It's, no, no. I'm not trying to read your mind. I work with Heineken. I don't got to read his mind. But guess what? You work with Heineken. Guess who you don't work with? You. His management or his lawyer? No, but but or his team. But no, you you no, can't. But, whatever he wants to do, which is the problem too. Whatever he wants to do, you can sit here and think, well, I know this nigga. I feel like I know how he gonna move. He has a, I'm not, a team behind him. But I him. wouldn't do that with him. Well, see, again, but, see, but again, but that's, see, that's my problem. But no, but I when, know Working him. with Joe, working with Charlemagne, I'm working with them individually. Them niggas got a whole team yeah, that you gotta, want but, him to move how they want him to move. But you have to know that they're going to listen to the team. Now, if you deal with me, I got to team him, him. I got a whole manager. Right. That nigga got to listen to what the fuck I say. That's the difference. If he don't listen to what the fuck I say, he's not working with me. So once you talk to me, people look at their team. Certain people with their team carry out stuff. When when Ghost says stuff or Heineken says stuff, it got nothing to do with me. I don't even answer the fucking threat. It got nothing to do with me. That's they talk. They just letting me know what's going on. It's not my fucking business. But things that are my business, right. I come in on. That's just how I run my business. If I had to talk to Heineken, niggas know he going to call me. Right. So you don't even need to talk to him. I mean, but you also don't want yes men around you. So and, even and, if you and don't, nobody like, has them. Not, not, Shit. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking a lot about, of these niggas in this space. I'm talking. That's why these niggas. That's why maybe, the baby. Hold on. I'm talking the about the baby. Here. If we see him start, <laughs> I could run down a list of niggas right now. I'm talking about in this room, man. Dude. Maybe not, cool. literally, literally, listen, uh -huh. in this room, sure. Uh -huh. And that's you can speak a only about. for yourself. Look. But in this space specifically, where we're dealing with what you said Trillion. at the beginning of this episode with egos yes. and things as such, a lot of people. And we see it happening right now with Kanye. We even see Khaled just went on fucking Rap Radar and said, if Drake sends me something, I say I know, it's great. I just say it's great. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. We're in the space now where a lot of men dealing with egos, there's a lot of men who only want people around them that's going to say what you're most, doing is great. Most, most. Right. It's, my it's point, a lot. My point. Most. No, my, so my point. Mm -hmm. So where when you're working with someone, there's no you reading the person's mind because they may have a, a, a team of people behind them. I'm not reading their mind. I'm talking, but, about, I'm talking about the people... Let's be clear. I'm talking about the people that we're working yes. with. So when you said when you said his manager, that's somebody that he's working with, right. that they share time with. Right. I know how my manager's going to move. I know how Heinz going to move. I know Ghost is going to be here on time. I know what Early. they think. I call Heineken and say, you know what? If you tell Ghost that, you know what you got to do? You got to tell Ghost the whole story because Ghost ain't, he don't care about that. Right. Ghost is going to birthday. I know how they move. You feel what I'm saying? I feel you. So I'm just talking about them. Now the rest of the people, nah, I can't think about what, what you're thinking about. I'm just getting to know who you are. But if you let me spend more time with you, I'm going to oh, say, yeah, no, I, I'm definitely going to say. Can we grab some food after not, this? Y'all want to go grab food? I, I don't care. I There's got a time. rooftop. I'm hungry. Yeah. yeah. All right. But, we'll but, go to that. <laughs> but, but we'll say Mandy, not she not fucking with that. There's certain things right. that There's I, certain I'll shit like, I, I've told you. She don't, I already told you. I know you on time. Mm -hmm. I remember the day before that studio opened up and you showed me the inner workings of your business. I called them. I said, yo, this bitch is on a different vibe. <laughs> yeah, oh, did. yeah. Oh, no. And I, I was like, 
niggas ain't really in this game. Yeah. You, it's beyond in the game. You're he like said, Phil Jackson, that. this motherfucker. Oh, stop it. No, he said I that. Mean, I'm not gonna I mean, I saw the intricacy of how you loaded up the books, how you set everything apart. Oh, yeah, I the, think the I, showed, I, I was showing You're, you like Excel sheets and stuff. Everything. <laughs> we haven't had, no, we, we haven't had that. not one problem since we've come here. I appreciate that. Yo. Yo, yeah. Oh, it's, stop it. No, my yeah. thing, y'all hear that? You no, hear that, Jay? Yo. Real shit. No, no. You staff, everything. Yeah, we can, I mean, because I know cause we could go on all day. And she, and, and, and I appreciate she, that. And she want to eat, and I know we want to try to get some, some footage here, but I, I just really want to say, like, the staff, everybody's been on point. Everybody's been nice. Spilt champagne. They cleaned it up. They're on time. Yeah. Oh, I saw the videos and I was they're, like, these, these, time. these niggas making you know a you mess. You got the wood floors. These We're niggas like, making a mess. No, but but, you know but you know what's crazy about that? I think that this is, and, and we can maybe wrap up. Uh -huh. Let me know if y'all want to do a part two or if your audience even wants that. But mm. to me, that goes back to like where now creatives are talking about college degrees ain't really necessary. I don't think I have the team or the work ethic or the organization skills that I have now without have. Having Let, gone let's to say college. This college. My, I think, mine too. I think college is a big deal for me. No, no, no. Certain things I think go, go. literally picking, picking the right degree and the right curriculum, the right, you know, yeah. career path, you know, that's what's important. Because some people go into psychology or sociology, and then I'm like, mm. but you know what college does though? And we can end up, I'm, I'm just good. College yeah. brings you structure. That and Which it, a lot of people what don't it does, have. What it does is, what it does is. Oh man, he's about to go off. Oh, you know what it does. We can talk is, about this at lunch. What it does, what it did, what it did for me as a kid that I lived on my own since sixteen. My my parents moved. I moved to Virginia. I stayed here. Whatever. It still bought me more structure because my parents were still there for me. They were sending me money. I could cook, clean, all that. Mm -hmm. when, I, when I went to Baltimore, when I went to Morgan State, I was essentially for real, for real, on my own. I couldn't call nobody. I couldn't do shit. I had to learn how to set myself straight, be on time, cook, eat, mm -hmm. do every Everything. little thing that you had to do. And now that transferred into me coming to, to life. And I, I honestly see that there's a lot of people who don't have that structure and they don't have that uniform thought of how to succeed and what they need to do. They're still learning. Yeah, and, and um, what it showed me going away from school if you give up on something, ain't nobody coming to save you. That's it. That's nobody, what I'm saying. Nobody gives a fuck when you give up. You know, and that's one thing. He was like, yo, you got a lot of resiliency. There's certain things that you fucked up in business. That's why you're not where you at. But the fact that you keep going and you keep fighting, that's some different shit. And I was just like, I remember one of the courses I was taking, I failed it within the first month. And I was ready to move back. And everybody looked. And they wanted to say, don't be a fucking quitter. And they all looked and they gave the same answer he would have gave. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. That's what, Leave. If that's Quit, what you want to do, go for it. And I didn't like that tone, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that. That's, that was, that's telling me you're It was a like, pussy. you a failure. You're yeah. a pussy. Yeah. That's and how I, I do it. I'll be yeah. like, yo, he say something. I'll be like, somebody come. I'll be like, I'll be like, yo, don't play me, B. Go for it. Don't play me. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm a, I can do this. I can do it. He'd be like, I. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. And then you prove them wrong. We definitely, we definitely, listen, we, doing we definitely got to do it. We got to do it. Because I got to talk about a new terminology, entrepreneurial anxiety. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's giving, go get a job. Next time. And we'll talk about, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Y'all, thank y'all so much for having me but on But listen, here. but before we leave, yes, subscribe, Woo. like, comment, and share. YouTube, Bad Fuel TV, get it right. We all, we, we, we really approaching a thousand followers right now. Huh? Mm -hmm. It is?
Look. He's he's a hijacker. So just my just bad. Backfield. It ain't bad for TV. It's just bad for Yo, it's just bad. Right, don't nobody now. even do TV no more. Let's give it a No, the old one <laughs> was taken. Laptop. <laughs> we, we, are, we, we are approaching a thousand subscribers. We appreciate it, a lot, everybody. But we fighting for it. But we fighting for our hood. We monetizing, and we only going up from here. Bow. Yeah, look out for this classic interaction. We don't call them sit downs. We call I love them it. I love it. Bonanzas and extravaganzas. Nah, I'm gonna sit down with y'all too. So oh, no, maybe, doing... so maybe they know a little bit more about who. who oh no, I got I'm way in. more shit we needed to go. Through. I already know you had business. A... Oh, I saw. We didn't get so much business because we started talking about Murder Inc. and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, did. <laughs> he let the ratchet off. It's okay, off. right? <laughs> yeah, he said, cut. "You believe in Earth, Gotti?" <laughs>